From the Fancy Lady Cowgirl headquarters, welcome to the Cowgirl Problems Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to everyone who embodies the cowgirl or cowboy spirit, regardless of what you wear or where you live. The guests on this show are a little fancy, a little ranchy, and they all have a kick-ass story to tell. I'm your host, Courtney Dehoff. Join me for the ride. Welcome to another episode of the Cowgirl Problems Podcast. I am pumped for this episode because we are going to talk all things Fancy Lady Cowgirl event. Sarah Bonenkamp is joining me and Sarah and I have had so much wonderful feedback about our event and I'm getting more and more excited by the day. I don't know about you. It is going to be phenomenal. The energy of the women that are saying, I want to be with you in Texas is making me just, uh, it's, it's like a dream come true. Like these, I can't believe it. It really is. You know, you talk about a dream come true, Sarah. I want to talk a little bit about how you and I first met, where we first met. And I, I think back to sort of our friendship and our relationship, and we've talked about doing some sort of an event for women for several years, long before Fancy Lady Cowgirl even really became a thing, we were like, man, wouldn't it be so cool to just get a bunch of women in the room together? Wouldn't it be so cool to, to not only bring a bunch of women together, but to have really in-depth conversations that sort of branch out into all walks of life, not just hardcore agriculture? And can you believe that we're doing it? Who would have thought? I know, I know. And right now just feels like the perfect time. I love the spring. I mean, we've all been going through, you know, who knows what through pandemic and weather and all of the things. And so, um, yeah, it's been a long time coming and I'm glad it's happening now. Yes, me too. I think we need it now more than ever. You know, you and I first met, I believe, through, was it the Global Roundtable for Sustainable Beef or was it McDonald's? It was both. It was so much fun because we were planning a communicators summit for people in the sustainability world. And I remember sitting in a planning meeting and um, we had a committee, of course, that was mapping what this event would look like. And one of our representatives on that committee was from McDonald's. And um, I remember the like conversation around who's going to emcee this event. We need somebody that's going to be powerful, right? Because we really wanted to have a great event like you were talking about that brings people together and we can do cool stuff. And um, when I heard your name, I'm like, Courtney Dehoff, like, who is she? And, you know, they go on and on and like, oh, she had us uh, really engaged during a um, deal that we did in Florida, this big national conference, and she's on TV. And I was like, dude, she sounds phenomenal. And so, um, yeah, it all started because of that. Oh, so neat. We met, we met through that and sort of have kept in touch. And then you reached out. It, I want to say it was last year, but it was it two years ago. It seems like 10 years ago. And said, hey, I'm coming to Fort Worth for the Calgary Hall of Fame inductions, would you like to go with me? And I said, absolutely. So we went to the Calgary Hall of Fame inductions. Was it last year? I think so. Maybe like a year and a half now, because I think it was in the fall or something. But yeah, it was the first time I had ever been to the luncheon. And I was like mortified, honestly, like who's going to be at this event? I, I don't know what this is going to be like, but I definitely want to be in the room and I need a badass 
by my side. I need somebody that is going to geek out about cowgirl history as much as me, because I find that to be a rare connection, right? I've always been a cowgirl, and I have a lot of cowgirl friends, but, um, you know, not those that want to go hardcore. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, this is also serendipitous because after the Calgary Hall of Fame inductions, I had really just launched this podcast. This podcast was very new. I didn't really know what I was doing with it, but everybody else had a podcast. So I was like, I'm going to get one too. Um, and we sat in in my car, in the parking lot at the Calgary Hall of Fame inductions, and we recorded a podcast. So Sarah has been on the podcast before, so you can go back and listen to that episode. But we sat in my car and we just totally, like in your words, geeked out over the women that we got to like be in the room with. You know, we got to talk to, to people like Lindy Birch and, you know, we got to, to just see these legends. I mean, legendary cowgirls and so we just really, you know, got to gush over how cool that was. And, you know, looking back, I don't think either of us could ever have imagined. I could never have imagined that Fancy Lady Cowgirl, first of all, would even be a thing or have grown into what it's grown into. And I don't think either of us ever could have imagined that we'd be putting on our own event someday with amazing cowgirls. Oh, you know, it was really kind of crazy because as I was building some of the promotions and as we've been planning, I'm like, man. I'm always planning events for other people, right? You know, for the round table, for some agriculture groups and, and to have something that's, you know, yours and our, like that we get to do together in our own brand to serve the women in the community that we've loved forever. And it just has a whole different feel and I can't believe it and proud. And so thanks Courtney for saying, yes, let's partner up and ride for our brand, baby. Heck yeah. And it's so funny because, you know, anytime you go to an event, whether it's an event or a party or whatever, I, my, my favorite saying is, well, when I host the Super Bowl, we're going to do it this way. Or when I host an event, I'm going to do it this way. Well, guess what? We're hosting an event and we're getting to do it our way. And there are so many fun things that are just continually popping up. Like we've got bucking bull cutouts coming. We've got just like fun fun, fun stuff. We're going to have really great conversations and, and attendees are going to leave with some really powerful takeaways that I hope really change the way they look at the Western lifestyle. I hope it, it really changes the way they look at what it means to be a cowgirl, but we're also going to have so much fun. You know, I am really looking forward to the fact that it's a Derby Day on May 1st, the first Saturday in May. And I have for years wanted to host something with a, a theme of racehorses and the roses and, you know, just all of that thing. And I'm like, wow, why couldn't we have fancy lady cowgirls? And like the racehorse thing is a perfect alignment. So, you know, if you want to wear a fancy hat at our event, bring it. You know, we're going to be talking about all of that. And so that's just one aspect of the fun. But, you know, Courtney, the thing that I'm um, also really intrigued around are some of the women that are connected to you who are going to be at this event, who I wouldn't qualify. And like, you know, we're going to be labeling people, which I hope that we can talk about at this event to say like why we shouldn't. But if we could say, you know, man, this, I don't know if I'd call her a cowgirl or fancy, like she sees herself in this movement. Like, I, I think it's so neat that you have friends that are in fashion, that are in these completely different industries, but that they see something in this movement that you've built that they're like, yeah, 
I love that energy. I see myself in that. And that we can kind of broaden that definition or broaden that label of what, what does it mean to be somebody who cares about the West, who cares about the lifestyle and the things that we do. Like, it's so cool. So I want to see how this, this, uh, fancy lady cowgirl brand even expands greater because of the kind of women that you get to bring in the room, right? To bring in the room. Oh, I'm so excited. And you know, the, the, the whole goal, the whole reason that fancy lady cowgirl was started is because there are so many women out there who embody a cowgirl spirit to embody the things like grit and tenacity and humility, the things that the cowgirl represents. There are so many women out there who embody those traits that see those traits in themselves that didn't necessarily grow up on a farm or a ranch. You know, you mentioned fashion and, and beauty. You know, my friends, Alex and Daniela, one's a, a fashion, a celebrity fashion stylist. The other is a, you know, celebrity makeup artist has worked on, you know, big, big, big names, like names that we're not even allowed to say because she had to sign something that said, you're not going to talk about the <laughs> fact that you worked on these people. But you know, Danielle and Alex are a perfect example. They came to the NFR. They came to the national finals. They'd never been to a rodeo. They said, we want to come. We're coming to the NFR. We want to see you. They came to the booth. They bought merch. I mean, these are my best friends. I said, I'll, you know, I'll give this to you. No, 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 no. That's not what fancy lady cowgirls do. Fancy lady cowgirls, they support other fancy lady cowgirls. So we're going to pay for this and we're going to be here and we're going to be in this cattle barn where this booth is. And, and you know, the cool thing was I got to watch Daniela brought her family. And I took, I got to take her little boy, Jordy, over to buy his very first rope. And then I got to teach him how to hold his rope. And then I got to teach him what we do with a rope. And then he got to watch some of the, the older boys roping a dummy. Um, you know, and that's really been the mission behind Fancy Lady Cowgirl. I'm trying to show people what this cowboy and cowgirl culture is all about. Because Sarah, as you and I know very well, and as you and I have talked about on many, many occasions, which part of the reason that we, you know, one of the catalysts for having our own event is that this community can sometimes come off as not very welcoming. And that is not what Fancy Lady Cowgirl is about. And Sarah, you know, and I get it still occasionally, there are people who think Fancy Lady Cowgirl is destroying the longstanding traditions of, of the cowgirls that came before us. And I, I say it's, I argue that it's absolutely not. This is just another branch. This is just another way to welcome people in. And those are some of the things that I hope that we get, I know we're going to talk about at this event. You know, how do we welcome outsiders in? How do we let them know that they are welcome in this community? You know, I bought a bucking bull, random, super cool. Well, now suddenly I've got girls, city girls who live in Dallas who also own a bucking bull because they saw the stories that I was sharing and they saw the animal welfare side of things. And, um, you know, there was a comment made the other day. Oh, everybody wants to own a bucking bull now. It's all about just being able to post it on Instagram. Yeah, but you know what we're doing? We're sharing the story and we're welcoming people in who have never got to see that side of that specific industry. So the real broad scope of Fancy Lady Cowgirl is to just show that, hey, everyone is welcome at this Fancy Lady Cowgirl table. And Sarah, you and I talked about it a little bit on, on the Instagram Live I know sometimes you don't want to like go to events by yourself, right? You're like, oh gosh, like who will I sit with? Like, uh, you know, it's going to be weird. I'll have to eat dinner by myself the night before. Absolutely not. Because we're going to take care of the fancy lady cowgirls at this event. 
That's right. It's, it's about community, bringing people together. I don't care what your background is. I don't care what your education is. I don't care about what country you are from. Right? I care, but like, I'm not going to decide that you can join or not because of those things. Like our table is here. We want it to be crowded with badasses, right? Because all ships rise. And I really think about the consequences as a, of the industry not coming together, not being in that abundance mentality versus the scarcity of only, you know, the select few are chosen to be a part of our cool club. Right? The consequences of the Western industry contracting even further than it has, or, you know, that we can perceive is that, you know, 10 years from now, who's going to want to show up, right? 10 years from now, who will be inducted into the hall of fames, right? Who is going to want to climb onto a bucking bull, right? Who is going to want to carry that torch forward, right? We need community because if we don't, then we die. And that's a, a proven fact. Like you can look through history and we all talk about this um, need to advocate for agriculture and the West. And it's a real urgent thing. So I like, as you think of like, why are we doing this? Because if we don't, man, I don't, I don't even want to think about that. And um, I was watching TikTok last night because, you know, I love the TikTok. And I saw a video that spoke exactly to kind of what we see. And it was a little girl that said, um, I've been showing pictures of my horses. And I've been telling you about how I take care of my horses and where their pastures are and how I groom them and the tack that I use. And she said, I've been showing you these things and bearing my heart and I don't have a lot of money and um, I'm, I'm really doing the best that I can. And I know that I'm doing right for these horses. Right. So she's kind of pouring her heart out and she goes, and now, now I know that I shouldn't have shared my story. She says, I shouldn't have shared my story because of all the judgy comments, all of you telling me that I'm not doing it right, that if I were to do this instead, then I'd be a cowgirl, right? Or I would be a, a true horsewoman. She goes, it's just really sad. And so her little plea was, you know, stop doing this. Like, we're all here because of the love. We're all here because we're doing the right thing. And so don't think that you're better than me or judgy, judger, mixin. Like, like, I hate that. And so like, that's why we need to come together, right? We don't need to judge. And um, there's always, I think in, in women, with this feeling of not enoughness. And we've got to get rid of that. And this kind of an event will help. Mm, yeah. The Oh, so many things I can relate to. In, in that little girl's story. I mean, you know, last week I was sharing a ton about the, the blizzard and what was happening in the ranching community. And man, I got some screenshots that would make the crudest people in the world blush that are so horrific and so rude and just so damn mean that I, I saved them because I thought, I'm tough. I've worked in television. I mean, there, I've had people say things to my face that, you know, most people hopefully will never have to hear. But I got to thinking, what if they're sending these kind of messages to people who aren't as strong, who, because it bothered me too. I'm not going to pretend for one second that these comments and these rude things didn't bother me. I, I called my mom and I was reading them to her and, you know, we, I hope that 
through our event, we can have a really good conversation and a really vulnerable conversation even. We're going to have a great panel. I think maybe this panel would be a really great opportunity to discuss some of these sort of things with the women on our panel. We're going to do a big Q&A, just a full hour, like all the, any question you want to ask, you're going to get to ask to some powerhouses. And, you know, every woman deals with hate and we all deal with people being judgy. And you want to know who all of these comments came from? Other women, other women. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's something that we're definitely going to address and then talk about in at this event. And, you know, we, we've talked about it a little bit on the Instagram live and, and the Facebook live, but my hope, Sarah, is that when these women leave this event, they know that they have a direct line to me, to you, to the woman on their left, to the woman on their right, to the woman across the table, to the woman who wasn't at their table with the woman that they got to hang out with at the social hour, to the woman that they ran into in the bathroom, to the lady they met, you know, taking a selfie with so-and-so. I, I hope, and, and the goal is to form long-lasting connections because I think connection is so crucial, especially when we're dealing with these types of things, because you sort of have power in numbers, right? Right. You want to know that you're not alone, you know, that humans have some really basic needs, right? And to be heard is one of them. And the second is to know that I belong, right? And if I can feel heard, right, these women are hearing how I feel and what we share, like, and then have that kind of connection and that sense of belonging we can move mountains, right? And I, a lot of us are out there like, man, do I belong? I'm not sure. And like the, the answer is, hell yes, you do. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on. We want you. So let's run through sort of a, a, sort of like a little mock agenda. Like what can people expect if they come to this fancy lady cowgirl event? So 9am, we're going to kick this thing off, right? So Sarah and I, we're going to welcome it you know, say a little hello. There's going to be music. Music is like a big thing to me. I love music. So I told, uh, I told Sarah when we were planning this, I was like, I don't care, but there needs to be music at this thing. Like every time there's like a lull, I want some jams. So I'm working on a fancy lady cowgirl playlist, which I am going to need your um, additions to, by the way, I have mm -hmm. one, I have mm -hmm. one song on it currently. So it's still a work in progress, but Sarah and I are going to welcome. And then Sarah, you're going to actually really open the event and kick the event off. Yes. Um, I'm really excited because the introduction for you and I, we have a very special guest mm -hmm. and we won't reveal exactly who that is, but you're, you're going to be super excited. And I'm going to kick things off with uh, leadership, you know, because why are we in the room? Well, we want to be able to lead ourselves, right? We want to be able to make an impact. I bet every woman who shows up in Fort Worth knows that they're meant to do something more, right? They've got to go and like have that ripple effect happen where they know, man, if I'm leading, I know that this is going to be a beautiful thing for all of the people I love and care for and want to serve, right? And so that leadership flowing from the inside out piece is critical. And, you know, I'm all about branding, right? And if you don't have a strong leadership brand, then how do people know how you want to serve them? 
right? And so if you're going to serve as a storyteller, if you're going to serve as a salesperson, if you're going to serve as a genetic scientist who makes the best bucking bulls in the world, if you're going to serve as a, you know, somebody that helps women feel beautiful, like I don't care how you serve, but you need to be able to articulate it. So we're going to spend the root of our morning in that. Like I can feel good at the end of my session. Like everybody can say, I know that I'm awesome in these things. And people don't ever want to talk about what you're good at. They just want to talk about what you suck at because right? it's easy. And that inner critic's always telling you that you're not good enough. And that, man, if you could be a better speller, if you could be a better speaker, if you could be more like Courtney, right? Or all of these things, then you'd be great. And so we're going to kind of shift that narrative. And then from there, you know what? One of my most favorite ladies is going to be following me. And her name is Laura Nelson. And I've known Laura for, I think, 10 years. And she has written a book for the Farm Bureau, the Montana Farm Bureau called Legacies. And she spent, I think, about two years interviewing all sorts of farmers and ranchers from all different walks of life, corn growers, you know, the lentils and all the different crops to the beef, cattle, hogs, poultry, beekeepers. I mean, all different types. She heard their stories and then had a really big task of then saying, all right, what have I learned from all of these stories and the legacy? And, and how do you like package that into something really cool and do it in a way that's going to make people feel something? So she's a master storyteller. And Courtney, you know, that lunch that you and I have been planning, how cool is it going to be? Oh yeah. We're going to have a really cool lunch. And you know, that morning we're going to have some little breakout sessions. You know, our fashion stylist is going to pop in and do some fun things in the afternoon. We've got a, a, a personal trainer and fitness guru who's going to pop in, but yeah, it was really important to Sarah and I that we had a crowded table, like meal experience. Um, Sarah, you know, one of my favorite storytellers of all time, Anthony Bourdain. And what I really, what Anthony was so, 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 so good at was storytelling. But he did all of his storytelling over a meal, obviously, because he comes from that background and he, is a, he was a chef. But he always, always, always told these really powerful stories over food because that's where those really authentic, organic conversations happen is over a meal. So it was really important to you and I that we had a big crowded table meal experience. So we're actually working with the chef at Hotel Drover personally to curate a menu of great food, gonna be beef, obviously, sourced from Texas ranches. And you know, we're gonna get to hear from the chef. We're gonna get to put a face with the man behind the the meal, but we're just gonna have some really great conversations. And we might have some other fun things planned sort of around that meal, but we just really want that to be a time that we can sit at the table and just talk about our experiences and talk about the things that we've learned that morning and, and just sort of grow, you know, those, those friendships. And so I'm super pumped for the meal. I think that it's going to just be a real key moment. Um, to the event. And then, you know, that afternoon, we're going to have some fun as well. You know, we mentioned speakers, but you specifically, Sarah, you know, it's going to be interactive. You're not going to just be up there where we're sitting there taking notes. Cause that was one thing that you and I were really um, cognizant of. We didn't want it to just be, Hey, come sit and listen to 37 <laughs> speakers, which is great. And I'm sure it would be wonderful, but you know, you can only sit and and process so much. So we're going to be moving around. We're going to be doing things. There's going to be activities. 
We have an amazing speaker in the afternoon who I am so pumped and I still can't believe that we got her, uh, Waylin Lucas. So Waylin um, is a Food Network judge. She's a judge on one of the Food Network shows. She is, a, of course, a chef, um, a very famous pastry chef, in fact, had a very successful uh, bakery in Los Angeles. She's the only chef, only pastry chef, in LA history to earn two four-star reviews. She's worked in Michelin star restaurants. So like I'm talking resume, like she's got a resume, but the cool thing about Wei Lin, she's a cowgirl and she has an amazing story of how she just pursued and pursued and pursued the dream of being the famous chef, of being on the shows, of having the restaurants, working the Hollywood, that LA scene. And then she stepped away from it. And she's going to share a little bit about finding authentic happiness and how sometimes you have to transition the dream, what you think you were meant to do. Sometimes your true purpose isn't what you saw coming. And she's going to share a little bit about her story. And she's like, witty and funny and like right up our alley. And she's like a vibe, like Waylon Lucas is a vibe. And so I am pumped and she's going to be with <laughs> us. She's going to be with us all day. She's going to be sitting at the table. She's going to be at the crowded meal experience. Like she is in, she's like, I'm in, I'm invested. I'm there. So I'm really pumped for her. It's, it's going to be so cool. And then we're having a party afterwards. Like, hello. That's right. That's right. And I just have to go back to the panel for a quick second because I don't know oh, about you. Oh, I forgot. You. I skipped the panel. Every, well, you were talking a little bit about it, but the structure of the panel um, was really important to us because every conference I attend that has a panel, it seems like the panelists stand up and they share a mini presentation, right? And then they go on to the next and another person shares a mini presentation and then everybody does that. And then there's a few moments at the end for questions. And I hate that because like that really wasn't a panel. That was just kind of some back-to-back -back little mini bursts of information. And okay, that didn't really go where I wanted it to go as an audience member. And so we're not going to have any of those mini presentations, right? It's going to be the audience and you and I just asking the questions we want. So as um, anybody who's listening to this podcast, if you know you were going to be at the event, I want you to look at the, the, the structure. I want you to look at what you want to learn, right? The types of conversations you want to have and be prepared to bring that because we're going to be asking for your feedback and it's going to be like an hour an hour long where we get to talk with people like Brooke Bellin, who is a California rancher who has like 18 hats she wears. And I don't know how she does it, but she's out there killing the game with the beef boutique, right? She sells Western fashion that's killer, but she also has her dot seven direct to consumer beef program. And that in itself is a huge undertaking. And like, so to be able to deliver amazing beef to her consumers and have that direct line is really um, that branding and the whole way that she as an entrepreneur has launched that is cool. But she also has a day job where she's out there serving dairymen and women across California and helping them with the, the overall health of their cattle. And so she runs this side business that's really like two huge businesses. She has a day job and she's a mom. She's a wonderful friend and has all of these hats. And the reason that I know Brooke is I worked with her in antibiotic conversations. So, so not only does she advocate 
for the industry, but she tackles like one of the hardest topics that we have to talk about, right? Why do we use antibiotics? And, you know, what does this whole process look like? And she does that conversation piece so, so beautifully. So we've got Brooke, we've got Daniela that you talked um, about earlier, the kind of from that fashion and beauty. And I love her story because she's an immigrant right? She came to the U.S. as a young woman and has built an empire. Like, I want to know how the hell she made that happen, right? And there's that, the, the women are going to be amazing. So Courtney, this panel, your like expertise in pulling things out of people, I can't wait. Oh yeah, it's going to be awesome. You know, we've got Brooke and Daniela who are going to be on the panel. And it was really important for us to have women from very different walks of life. You know, right. you, Brooke is just this killer like rancher and, and just an advocate for the, the agriculture industry, like hardcore. And then you've got Daniela, yeah, who you mentioned. She came to this country as a 20-year-old with 200 bucks in her pocket. And she has created just this thriving beauty empire. But Daniela is one of those people, sort of like Brooke, I don't know how she does what she does. So a little background, Daniela and I met because she was hired to be the makeup artist for the TV show, the network show I was hosting. Daniela got to the station every morning at like 2.45, 3 a.m. She would do like five, there was like five hosts. She would do all of our makeup. She would drive an hour back to her makeup studio and she would work an eight to 10 hour day. And she had been at the makeups. I was working that schedule and I got off at 8 a.m. and the host would come home and go to sleep. Daniela would drive herself back to where her studio is and, and work. And, and she just, and she was like launching products in the midst of, and she's a mom, she's got a little boy and a husband. And, and so I'm just so thrilled to have her and Brooke together, you know, these, these very different women dynamically, but they're, they're really the same in a lot of aspects. You know, that's the fancy lady cowgirl mantra and vibe that we're talking about. You've got two totally different women who I think as we dig into that panel, their stories are very, very different, but I think we're going to be surprised how alike their stories actually are. And we're going to be adding another guest to that panel as well. But yeah, it's just going to be so, it's just going to be great. I mean, I know great is like such a dumb word, but I'm like, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. And people are excited. We're going to have that Kentucky Derby happy hour party that you talked about. We're going to stream the Kentucky Derby. We're going to watch the race, of course. Jenna Paulette, one of my very favorite fancy lady cowgirls, who actually, Jenna is the one who introduced me to Waylin, who, who turned me on to Waylin first about- Oh, I you didn't know, know that. Yeah. yeah. How so cool. I started following Jenna because I loved her, and I had met Jenna um, in Texas and just- loved her. And one day Jenna in her Instagram stories was like hanging out with this food network judge. She was like cooking in her kitchen. I was like, excuse me, hold the phone. Who is this woman? Like, how do you know this woman? So I started digging in on Waylon. I just started following Waylon and I did a super creep, like a super deep creep. And I was like, wait a minute, this lady's got horses. This lady's a cowgirl. How did I not know? Um, and that is totally how my friendship with Waylon started. I started creeping on her. And then we sort of became friends. And now she's coming to my event. And this is actually going to be the, I've never met her in person, Sarah. So this is going to be like the initial, like, oh my gosh, we're best friends, but we'd never met in real life. And I think there's going to be so much of that going on at this event. 
I think so. I actually know so because so many people have already been messaging and saying, I've been waiting for an event like this. We finally get to meet in person. This is going to be so cool. So um, the Instagram uh, pictures, watch out because it's going to get a little wild. I'm pretty sure. It is going to get wild. It's going to be, it's going to be a good time. Um, you know, I've got, oh. what? No, what I just what did totally you just think of? I Do I need to, to write this down? Should I write no, this down? No, we have to we have to tell them about Sunday because, you know, oh, Saturday yes. is going to be killer and it's going to go from nine to probably six 30 ish. And then, you know, we're probably going to have to all go out on the town and have some fun oh, there. Mm, but Sunday we are going to do something that isn't required. Obviously, like if you can't stay, we're not going to, you know, be sad that you can't join us from that perspective, but we're going to go and serve our community, right? We're talking about building community, bringing people together and service. And so we were having this conversation and said, well, we should probably put our action where our talk is. And um, if you've ever heard me speak, one of the things that I often bring up is that one of my purposes is to help feed hungry babies, because I just can't believe we live in a world where we still have hungry hungry people, right? And I heard a statistic once that one in four kids is food insecure in the U.S. And I just hate that. So again, we think about why are we doing this event? What are the impacts that we can make? And like, well, we, we have to go serve at a food bank or some kind of hunger related, um, act, you know, organization. And so that's what we're going to do on Sunday for a couple of hours before we have to fly out and go back into our regular lives. We're going to go and be in service and community together and go and give. And so I don't know if we're going to be packing boxes or what exactly that is going to be. I've got a wonderful cattle woman um, who is helping to plan that. But I just hope that as you guys are listening and planning, please uh, join us on Sunday if you can. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I shared that on my Instagram. Um, we hope that if, if feasible and if possible time-wise, that the women can turn this into a real weekend event. Mm -hmm. You know, I, my best friend and her mom from Colorado are coming and I didn't realize, and, and Brittany said, yeah, it's my birthday weekend. This is my birthday. This is like my birthday thing. So we'll, you know, uh, but mm -hmm. I thought, how cool, like, how cool is that? You know, and, and it, it's going to be women of all ages. You know, it's so funny. My mom, my mother will be there, everybody. So, you know, just everyone's, is your mom going to be there? Is your mom, uh, yeah, she'll be there. We might have to, we're going to sit her in the back and tell her she got to raise her hand if she needs to speak. But uh, yeah, so my mom will be there. But my mom sort of jokingly said, oh my gosh, I'm so glad Kathy, Brittany's mom is coming. So I won't, I don't want to be the only old lady there. And I said, no, 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 no. That's not what this event is. It is going to be women of all ages. And it's going to be women, uh, like we said, of all walks of life. You know, everyone is welcome. Um, and I just... Yeah, there's no rules. There's no rules. There's no dress code. You somebody asked, well, what should we wear to this thing? Because you're the fancy lady cowgirl. I said, well, I will be fancy probably. You know, it depends on if I, you know, what's what we got going on. I'm sure I'll have an, a nice outfit on. I don't know. Will I be in cowboy boots or heels? I don't know. I've really thought that far. But what my point was, wear whatever you want. If your cowboy boots uh, look like mine and they've got like rust where the spur marks have rubbed off and there's like, you know, shit that you can't quite get out of the stitching, wear them. We do not care. I told Sarah, I told you, I said, Daniela will show up looking like JLo, like she just walked out of a music video. She will be, she's so stunningly beautiful that you'll be like, this is rude. She'll be in heels that are, you know, 17 inches high. I said, we don't care what you wear. It doesn't matter. It does not matter what you wear. And, you know, this, 
the, the venue in itself is a venue all about celebrating the heritage of the West, the Cowboys. So they aren't going to care if your boots got shit on them. We don't care if your boots have shit on them. We don't care if your high heels, you know, are six inches tall. We don't care. Come right. as you are. If you, you can tuck your pants in your boots. You can put the pants outside the boots. Mm -hmm. You can wear your part in the middle or on the side. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I'm excited. And, and I don't, you know, you're from Texas. You live there. You know, I'm not. I live in Colorado. I was raised in Idaho, right? I, so Texas is still an anomaly to me. But, you know, I am so excited to have an event on the iconic kind of stockyard location. That in itself, to know that our hotel is right there in Mule Alley, right? I'm learning all this new lingo. Mm -hmm. It's so cool. And so I hope that when Sunday afternoon rolls around, we can know that like we really put our footprints all over that place, right? Where all generations of, you know, people who love the West flock to. Like we get to add our fingerprints, our boot prints, all of that. Like that's really special. Oh, it's going to be so fun. You and I have a lot of work to do, but it's going to be Whew. so fun. We just keep thinking yeah. of like other fun things. We're like, we should do this. We should do this. We should do this. No, but it's great. We've got a great lineup of speakers. We've got a, just a, a great bunch of people that are going to be in the room. And yeah, you know, for nitty gritty, what are you going to take away details? Visit the ticket website, fancyladycowgirl.com. I, I would just like y'all to know, I was on the phone with technical support for six hours yesterday. And you want to know who finally figured out how to get the link onto the fancy lady. It was me. So like probably going to start writing. It's probably going to start building websites after this. Probably be coding, you know, I'll just be coding stuff next. Um, so yeah, Sarah's got it linked on her website, sarahjboningcamp.com. It's on fancyladycowgirl.com. Okay. The details, fancyladycowgirl.com. You can sign up for 24-hour early access to these bad boys. And I, we're sort of seeing what's going on behind the scenes, you and I. I think they're going to be a very hot commodity, and there's only a limited number. So you can Yes, people up. are going to want to get on that mm -hmm. RSVP list. Because I, would, I think, uh, yeah, <laughs> Monday I, comes around. We're going to be having a party. Yeah, yeah. I would, suggest, I would suggest getting on that RSVP list because what's going to happen if you're on the RSVP list? So Sunday morning at 9 a.m., and I will have this figured out. I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to figure it out. Uh, we are going to send you an email if you're on that list and you will get an email with the VIP early access code. So you can go, you can purchase tickets. Um, and then tickets will open up to the general public March 1st, which is the next day. There's no difference in ticket price or anything. It's just, you get early access to them because we, when we started planning this, we thought, okay, this needs to be a small enough event that people don't get lost. We don't want, we leave no fancy lady cowgirl behind. We don't want somebody, you know, we don't want to have 200 people or a hundred people in this room and, and have someone get lost, you know, in the shuffle. Cause it's so easy to do when the, when the events get bigger, sometimes people, you know, you just don't necessarily, everyone doesn't take away what we want them to take away. So we're keeping this small. It's going to be intimate. We're going to know everybody's names by the time this is over. Um, so get on that list early, buy your tickets. And 
we talked about it on the Instagram live, but if you have questions, if you have questions about hotel, or if you're like, man, the only way I could maybe pull this off, I'm gonna have to share a room with somebody or man, I don't know how I'm going to get from the airport to the reach out, reach out. We are here to help. We are here to take care of you. We will help everyone who wants to be at this event. We, we will do everything in our power, Sarah and I, to make sure that you can get to this event and, and that you, you've got it all figured out. But all the nitty gritty details are, are on the website. That's right. And if you look at the website and you're trying to figure out how you can make this happen, because it is a significant amount of time and resource to you know, make this kind of a trip, um, I challenge you to think about your personal goals and the people that are out there cheering you on for your success. And when you make requests of people to support you, a lot of times they're going to say, heck yes, I would love to. And so if you're like, man, I don't know how to make it happen, pick up the phone. You know, in rodeo, sometimes we talk about, you know, sponsorships and how we can get things done. And it's by the help of our friends, mm -hmm. right? Our community. And sometimes we just have to pick up the phone and ask. And so if you're a cattle woman and you're listening to this, you know, who's your crew of cattle women, your association that might help you get here or whatever, like just do the thing. If you think you need to, you know, come and hang out with a really great special group of women who are going to lift you up far beyond. Oh, it's going to be so fun. It's going to yeah. be so fun. We hope to see all of you there. Thank you, uh, Sarah, for joining and jumping on a podcast. And uh, thanks to everyone for listening to the Cowra Palms podcast. See you in Fort Worth. Whoop, whoop. <laughs>